0: Amen. Praise God. Greetings to you again in the precious name of Jesus. Praise God. Our soon, our soon, our soon coming King. Amen. Uh, That brings excitement to me. Our soon coming King. That's why we're here. Awaiting His coming. Amen. 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 Praise God. Greetings to each and every one of you. Praise God. Bishop, um, Bishop Ronald, Bishop um, Orlando, all the ministers. uh, Praise God. In the name of Jesus, I greet you. And I thank you one more time for sharing, praise God, your, um, your pulpit with me. Amen. To bring, praise God, the Word of God to praise God, God's wonderful and precious people. Amen. The song says, bless the Lord, O my soul, worship His holy name. Praise God. You know, we could have taken that a whole lot further. Amen. Praise God. could have taken that a whole lot further because there is so much that we have to give God thanks for. Amen. Praise God. Today, the theme, praise God, is living a blessed life. And the scripture was already read from Matthew 5, praise God, 1 through 12. But I would like to add this morning, Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. It says, and if you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments that I command you today, The Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. Now Deuteronomy 28 talks about all the blessings and it talks about all the curses. And there's just one great formula to all of it. If you obey His commandments, you will receive His blessings. That's it. If you disobey His commandments, then curses will be upon you. Children, if you dishonor your very parents, then you walk under the auspices of of curses. But if you obey your parents, then you walk under blessings. Amen? Simple as that. Christ taught his disciples on the Sermon of the Mountain to have an experience of blessedness. Blessings and blessed are two different meanings. Amen. Now, these teachings of Jesus were teachings that to his disciples and the crowd that were around, how to be kingdom ready. We're going somewhere. It's how to be kingdom ready. Christ taught about love and grace. He's always teaching about love and he's always teaching about his grace. And he's always teaching about his father. But one of his main messages in the Bible was teaching that the kingdom of God is near. And how we can experience what it is in the kingdom of heaven. So if we walk according to his statutes and his principles and his laws, then we can experience what is also in heaven. Amen. I'm going somewhere. Now the kingdom of God or heaven was referred to God's renewed presence among people. So therefore he's saying we can experience the kingdom of heaven here on earth because of his presence through the renewing of our mind. Oh come on and conforming to his will we can experience experience the worship that is going on in heaven we can experience it right here on earth because we know the angels and the elders they worship him what continuously to walk in God's blessings one has to walk in his obedience as we talked before now the meaning of the word blessed this really got me According to the dictionary is, listen, worthy of worship, holy, consecration. That's the meaning of the word blessed. Worthy of worship, holy, and consecration. Look it up for yourself when you get a chance. It says held in veneration, meaning great respect. See, a lot of times we think blessed means all of what He give us. That's blessings. But the word blessed means that we're worthy of worship we are holy we're set aside getting ready basically to honor him to reverence him to give him great respect so when you say bless the lord oh my soul you're giving him everything that you have inside of him inside of you because you are he is worthy of your worship he is holy and you are holy so now the Beatitudes when Jesus was teaching it wasn't just oh you're going to be so blessed meaning all these things are going to happen to you. He said no if you live a certain lifestyle then you will inherit the kingdom of God the word blessings is something good that you feel very grateful to have it's also permission or support. I give you my blessings. I give you my permission. I give you my support. I give you my prayers. Protection and help that's offered by God. The Beatitudes mean blessed. In Latin, is beatus. The dictionary says the Beatitudes mean is a supreme blessedness. It's declaration of blessedness made by Jesus in his teachings. Now, we get to it. Seeing the crowds, verse 1, he went upon the mountain. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. And when he sat down, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed, worthy of worship, holy, are those who are poor in the spirit poor in the spirit mean you are spiritually bankrupt in your flesh i said poor in the spirit means you are spiritually bankrupt in the flesh meaning you are so dependent on God that everything everything cries out to to him you are so poor meaning there is nothing that i can do by myself it's all up to you he said blessed holy are those who will reverence me who will put aside everything, all their will, all their ways, because then what? The kingdom of heaven is theirs. said blessed are those who mourn it's not just those who sit down crying Uh, take it a little bit further it's not just those who just cry because you know you don't have any money or you know that, that that that's that's part of it too if you bring it to god But blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are those who can cry for people you don't know. Blessed are those who can cry for some situations that you don't know. Blessed are those who things that grieve you and you cry out to him because then you shall be comforted. When you can cry for people way over across the next side of the world that has just endured being victims of earthquakes and being victims of storms and you can cry out for them, you can mourn for them, you can grieve for them in your spirit, you will be comforted who will comfort you the most high the most gracious god in your spirit man when you get up you will feel free also if you cry out to him about your situations he'll also comfort you i heard a horrible bishop a horrible horrible news yesterday regarding a leader here in the west palm area and when the person called me and she was crying to me and, and telling me the, the, the history and the whole nine yards, I begin to cry. I didn't cry for her. I cried for the sheep. Because the sheep now has gone astray. And she must have wondering, Minister Broomfield, why are you crying? But I couldn't help myself Bishop I started to cry and when I hang up the phone I was still crying and I was talking to my husband he said honey what's wrong I said mighty God have mercy upon your people have mercy upon these leaders that are leading the sheep astray have mercy mighty God I cry all oh, day. why Because I felt it. And I felt the wrath of God. uh, That's about to hit it's about to hit the church it's about to hit all it's about to hit it's about to hit hit. and he's getting ready to pull the remnants those people that are willing to set aside to be holy and consecrated before him he's getting ready to pull them out When you hear news, especially about the body of Christ, it doesn't matter whether it's here or whether it's at Timbuktu. We are supposed to, when it's bad news, we're supposed to bring it before the Father. We're supposed to cry as if it's we are the ones that are feeling it. Because we are all responsible to build up, Bishop Orlando uh, the body of Christ it's not just sunshine experiencing it it's not just Timbuktu experiencing it the devil has loosened himself and he's setting himself oh my god rampant in the churches that's why we get up that's just point your hands on your finger and laugh and say I know that church I know they didn't get it together no you don't do that you begin to mourn because God gave us the commandment the great commission he tells us all of us go out into the nations teach heal help the people bring them in Right? So when one person fail, it feels like you fail. But when you look and you laugh, then you have not helped the matter. Blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the hurt. I cannot be a proud person and think that I'm going to receive Some of the things that God has to give me. He says some of us will get some place and we reach some place and we walk the way we think we are. But gentleness and respect goes a long way. I said gentleness and respect. We know how it is. They go a long way. He He said meekness means humility humbleness humble before God it's not I am the bishop and I am the administrator and I am the person who owns this house oh let me tell you you just need a good wind to blow it out lose your job and miss three months and see what happens to you lose your job and miss one month rent living in an apartment and by the fifth day you're out Then you wonder how good you were. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth, meaning you shall inherit the things that God has set aside for you. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, those and they that dwell therein. Everything that we need, he has it right for us. Just like how we put in the things, the refrigerator for the children, we put in the pantry their snacks. They know they can get it because they know it's theirs, but there's a circumstance My God, blessed, blessed, blessed. Blessed are those who are hunger and thirst for righteousness. Holy are those who are hungry and thirsty for righteousness meaning if i look on you a certain way i should be able to go to god in repentance uh, because i want to be righteous if i talk about you a certain way uh, i need to go to god in repentance because i need to be righteous those that are hungry and thirsty for righteousness are those that are seeking his face continuously want to walk and talk the talk just like Jesus. There's certain comments even online that I see that some of us should not be using. There are some words that I see that some of us should not be saying. Because it does not reflect Christ's righteousness. We want to talk the way the world talks. We want to walk the way the world walks. And there can be no righteousness in that. We ourselves are not righteous. Our righteousness are like filthy rags. But he alone is righteous. He alone is righteous. Righteousness, according to the dictionary, is an attribute of moral purity, belonging to God alone. Samuel says, the Lord rewards every man for his righteousness and his faithfulness. You're rewarded for that. Job said, I put on my righteousness and it clothed me. When you're walking in righteousness, there is his presence that surrounds you. A person said to me in a situation that was in a situation, she said, Sister Anne Marie, I ain't going to lie to you, but I can't pray and I won't pray. I can't pray and I won't pray. And she was the one that messed up. So I asked her, then where is your protection? When you can't pray and you won't pray, where is your protection? A lot of times we're so hurt that the enemy allows us to build up this barrier. And here's what the trick he does, Sister Sibyl. When we build up the barrier, we don't want to communicate with God. And he tells us, don't talk to God. Look how him get you into this situation. He didn't protect you from this situation. No, you were the one that was disobedient. So when when he builds up this barrier and you build it up, You build up this barrier. I won't talk to God. He said, I just got her. She doesn't even know her word. Because if she doesn't communicate to God, I can tear her up like meat. He will ravish you. He will devour you. When you have no communication with the Father. When your prayers will not go up. God, it's like you tie his hands. Because you, for those of you who are married, if you're not communicating with your husband, what's going on in the house? Chaos. Hello? Tension. Attitudes. Right? Where is the peace? And guess what? The kids feel it now. Oh yeah, it doesn't matter how we try to hide it. When there's a tension in the house, they feel it. Because they know. That something isn't going on right. And no matter how we try to answer each other like we're talking to each other. Come on, come on, you're a married couple in here, we we're married, come on. Don't go on like, say it's just me alone, go through this. And no matter how you want to make it feel and look right, uh, there is still a tension. And they feel the tension. And when they're driving in the car with you, you're trying not to say nothing to each other because you don't want them to hear. But they feel the tension. And they also now become quiet. Yeah. Kids, am I lying? Yeah. And here what we do. Because we don't want the people outside to know that we're not doing so good, we act Make it. Oh, yes. How are you, hubby? Oh, oh we're doing good in yes. here. Yeah. yeah. And we, pre- same way in the church. We have no relationship with God because some of us walk in here and we're angry with God. But you come in here and you pretend like you're worshiping and you pretend like you're praying. But we in here can feel, we can't Hence the atmosphere. We can know that something is off course. Right. Right. Oh Blessed are those who are hungry and thirsty for righteousness. It appears today as if those who are hungry and thirsty for righteousness are the abnormal bishop. Bishop I'm Amalai I'm I'm a We feel like we're the minority that need help. If you pretend, uh, you might not feel so bad. But when you walk in his righteousness and you live up to a standard, especially on your jobs, in your workplace, anywhere that you are, you begin to feel like you are the abnormal and they begin to reject you. Am, Am I, am I? And some of us we don't know how it is to maintain rejection, which is verse twelve. We don't know how to maintain rejection, so what we do is we conform to their ways. And then we become contaminated. But we're still expecting expecting the blessings. And the blessings will not come. Because now you're out of order. Contaminated. Number seven said blessed, holy, worthy of worship are the merciful. For they shall obtain mercy. If you have never deposit a hundred dollars in your bank account. There's no way you're going to go to the ATM machine and withdraw a (laughs) hundred. Decline. Some of us might have an overdraft account set up. Where they will give you, but you're still in the negative. There's still nothing there you owe. It's decline. And they charge you even for that. $36, thank you so much. You notice they're only giving like 0.6% interest now on your money. Wow, 0.6%? I have $1,000 in the bank all year and all I get is how much? Thank you. $6, really? But you do something and write that check and it didn't go through... And it's thirty six dollars. Thirty six dollars. And God forbid they try again. It's another, I've been there. It's another thirty six dollars. And when you take, you owe more than what you even was supposed to pay. If you're a dollar short. you If you are a dollar short. I went to the bank the other day and I go, but I thought I had just enough to pay the thing. And they said, "Well, guess what? We take a, you forget that we take a ten-dollar fee if you don't have X amount of dollars in the account." Go, oh Lord, I forgot. So they took that out first. So when the money came in, it was ten dollars short. I said, "How could it have been ten dollars short?" And I knew, they said, "We took ours out first, so now you're in a, a negative. So if you don't deposit—not even enough, but more than enough—you can't withdraw from what you don't." deposit so here where I am if you don't know how to give mercy you cannot get back mercy some of us we are so unmerciful to the people who are falling we are so unmerciful we condemn them we cast our words against them and don't realize that one day We are going to need some of that mercy. And we wonder, how did God help them? But it seemed like we can't get out the rut. You know why? Because when they were in their fallen state, or before they were in their fallen state, they knew what it was to give mercy. But you... You don't. You mock them. You laugh at them. You think that, oh, they're the only one that can fall into sin. Oh, the devil is a liar. Because some of us, if you step on our toe with a good high heel shoes, you will hear what come out of you. And I thought there was supposed to be rivers of living water in your belly. But instead, profanity upon profanity upon you know what? It is what it is. You got to deposit mercy to receive mercy. You got to. And you cannot condemn. None of us is perfect. And every one of us has a weakness. Every one of us has a weakness kept having thorn in his flesh and he went to God he said God didn't remove he said my grace is sufficient to keep you none of us know today what that thorn was in his flesh but it was something that was bugging him we all have our weaknesses so when a brother or a sister fall you don't condone the the, the, the mess but you show mercy how do you show mercy you go to the father you go to the Father and you say God I declare and decree that we will rescue your sister Sybil from the claws of the enemy in the name of Jesus. You show mercy not condemnation. You show mercy. Not condemnation. You show mercy. All of us in here operate in the flesh. We're not always in the spirit. And there's times when you think some things and you want to do some things. But you feel the hands of God. And his word holds you back. Guess what? The one who went the extra mile, they just never felt his hands or they rejected it. Mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Like the same thing. If your thoughts are unclean, you won't see God. Guess what? It's not just about seeing him on that last day. Because each and every one of us, whether we're going to heaven or hell, we're going to see him. But hear what it is. It's about seeing the revelations. Bishop, when you're pure in heart, God will reveal. Somebody said here this morning, he will give you insight. He will show you the great mysteries that occur in heaven. You will see his work at hands at all times. But you have to be pure in heart. David said, purge me with hyssop so I shall be clean. Hyssop is a laxative. He said, purge me with your spiritual laxative. Cleanse out my bowel. And I will be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. An impure God heart cannot have the revelations of God. So what we'll do is we'll, what do you call that? lie instead of prophesy. You'll receive some things. A lady said to me, Sister Anne-Marie such and such and such, why don't you go down there and tell them a word? I said, do what? Tell them a what? I said, who do you think I am? I am nobody. And if God does not give me something to say, I dare not say it. If I say something and cause somebody's life, woman of God, to be in an upheaval, oh, I'm going to feel his fire.
1: It is what it is.
0: Blessed are the peacemaker, for they shall be called the Sons of God, have you ever been around people, Sister Juliet, that they're Christians and everywhere they go they cause chaos. You see them coming into the the the, the, the little the, the the what do you call the employee dining room, and you're ready to go out because you know. There is nothing that they're going to have to say, Bishop, that is going to be good. They're always complaining. They always have something negative to say. They're always talking about somebody else. And there is never peace. They know everybody's business. They're gossipers and backbiters, and they stab and they kill uh, and they tear apart uh, but when they come in uh, praise the lord and they always hearing a word uh, from God. Devil is a liar. The devil can alter your thoughts. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. A peacemaker is supposed to walk into any chaos, recognize there is chaos, and command peace. The peacemaker, yes, is the arbitrator. It's the mediator trying to bring two persons together to an agreement. If you're not one of those persons, then I'm so sorry. You need to check yourself. You need to check yourself. God is a God of peace. And if we are his children... We're supposed to, supposed to display peace everywhere we go. We don't ever have to say anything. People will just look on us and feel the peace. You ever talking to somebody on the phone and you just want to hang up? It's like, can you hear shut up? Because the tension, that, the waves that you're sending over to me is chaotic. And you can talk to somebody else and you feel like you could be on the phone with them all day. Blessed are the peacemakers because they shall be called the sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Let me tell you something. If you're not holy and you're persecuted, oh well. Shame on you. Can I say that again? I said if you're not holy and living a righteous life and you're persecuted, oh well. You're not walking in that blessed status. But the Bible said blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake. Meaning because you're holy, because you're living, everybody has something negative to say. Everywhere you turn, they try to say something evil. Just like the apostles and the disciples and Jesus. They could not tolerate the light because they walked according to the darkness. So everywhere they walk, they try to create an atmosphere of darkness. And they pick on you because you are doing right. Find something to say about you, Sister Sybil, because your, your medications are always done on time and this is always done right. So somebody has to find a fault and they create something. But Jesus said, holy are you, worthy of worship are you when you are persecuted for righteousness sake. So, I'm coming down. So, if you feel like you are the abnorm, then verse 12 says, rejoice. It says, rejoice. And be one exceedingly glad." But here what we tend to do, and I always like to use the word we, us, because I'm a part of it too. I'm still working out my salvation. When the trouble hits us, what do we do? We're sad. We'll cry. We'll complain. Every time you turn around, they're always picking on me. Am I right, sister Tanya? Every time I turn around, every time, they always... And we fuss, and we argue, and we complain, and nobody is blessing the Lord, oh my soul. But the Bible says, rejoice and be exceedingly glad because great is your reward in heaven. We cannot follow a part of his book and don't follow the rest. He says, rejoice, be content, especially sister Sibyl, if you know you're doing a great job, keep on doing it. And be glad when they start picking on you. It's, 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 it's a hard thing to do. Because your feelings are hurt. Your emotions are all up inside there. And the enemy is saying, you're just going to let them sit down and just take, step on you like that? You need to show them a part of you. Hello? I'm a man. I'm going to stand up for my right. And I'm going to give them back. And some of us will be revengeful. And we set them back up. Hold on, I'm going to set them straight. Wait, they have something coming to them. But the Bible says, He said, Blessed. He said, Rejoice. Rejoice. So when they start hurting you, you rejoice. This is doing what? It is being poor in the spirit. It goes back to the first verse. The first thing that Jesus said, he said, blessed are those who are poor in the spirit. I can't be poor in the spirit if I let hurt get in my way. I can't be poor in the spirit when I just rise up and begin to show my proud self be poor in the spirit when I give them a piece of my mind and then you go back and say oh I know God's going to forgive me anyway I can't be poor in the spirit I see texts and, and, and not texts because I'm very limited to who I receive texts from I'll send out texts and even on my Facebook page you can, most, of, most people can't post on my page because I'm very careful what I, what I take in But Christians calling people these haters, these this, these that, these... No! No, be careful how you walk, be careful how you talk. Be careful, because then they can't come to you and ask you for prayer. Because you talk like them and you walk like them and you act like them. When the man without God is ready to fight back. I'm not saying be a walkover and not stand up for right and justice. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying but the complain and the, the murmuring and the bickering and the revenge. That's not of God. And last but not least. He says. Guess what? You are. The salt. Of the earth. That teaching did not complete itself. In totality till he added. You are the salt. Of the earth. If you have lost your flavor. Wherewith. I was doing an experiment with my son. And I had to write it down to make sure I had to write, say the right thing. That we're trying Bishop Orlando to determine, can water float on water? He loves science, so of course I have to do all the experiments with him. And I said, why did you choose that topic? Can water float on water? I mean, that's so hard. But as I begin to do it with him and do the research with him, I realize one thing that they use to determine, can water float on water? spiritual. We had to use salt water, and for some of you high school and middle school students, you probably know what I'm talking about. We had to use salt water and fresh water to determine can water float on water. When the salt water, and we put two bottles, I was very skillful at this too, you know. I have to tell you that. We had two bottles just like this. One is salt, one is fresh, and we labeled them. We put red dye in the salt and blue dye in the fresh, and I use my driver's license under here and bring it just over the top of the other one. while I slowly remove the driver's license, I put them to stand on top of each other. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> oh yeah, get, get, get into the point is, when the salt water was placed on top of the fresh water Then the fresh water moved upward to the salt water solution and there was a change. But when the fresh water was placed on top of the salt water, nothing happened. I said, when the salt water was placed on top of the fresh water, you have to do it, kids. Go home and do it another day with your parents. You saw the dye, the blue from the fresh water coming up to the salt water and turn the salt water from red to like a purplish color. And it was neat to see how all that, I don't know if you call that vapor or whatever it is, that's traveling up. But when the fresh water was placed on top of the salt water, nothing happened. I said, really? We did it now with hot and cold. When the hot water is placed on the cold water, nothing happened. But when the cold water was placed on the hot water, the cold water went down to where the hot water was. And I looked on this, and while I was doing, I said, Jesus, this is spiritual. When you are the salt of the earth, wherever you go, it has to change your surrounding. People should begin to want to conform to you. Because you are the salt of the earth. They're not conforming to you. They're conforming to the Father that is in you. That's why there's supposed to be a change. When you're around unsaved people, when they know you are present, if they begin to curse a word or say a word, what do they say? Oops. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Why? Because we make them feel uncomfortable. And because they respect the God in us, even though they're not worshiping him, they say, Oops! I'm sorry. But it's so sad to see when we mingle with them, how we try, Bishop, to conform to them, when we have all power and all authority, according to the word of God, to command and demand the spirits that operate in them to stand still, we let ourselves down and we give up what we stand for, which is righteousness, to go over to them. Can we stand? And we stand. I'm sorry if I disappoint you when you think blessed means you're gonna walk in all this abundance and, and all these things that God's gonna give you because you're blessed when you're he said blessed means you're holy. Yes. He said, holy are you, worthy of worship, worthy of worship come into the Father's house to be worthy, to be thrown approachable we've talked about that before when you're thrown approachable God turns to your every request well Jesus is going to intercede for me and I think I've said this here before he won't intercede for you if you don't know you Yes, he is our intercessor, but only if we're in relationship with him. Then he brings your requests to the Father and says, "Father, I know Orlando and he needs to play the keyboard better. Can you honor this request in my name?" And Yahweh said, "It is done. And then the angels make sure now that they travel and they make sure they guard that request. Because the prince of the year, he's standing by and he's attempting to block the request. But when you worship and bless the Lord, oh my soul begins to go up. Your soul is your will Your soul is is, is, is your conscience Your soul is everything in you When that begins to bless God Meaning your will becomes poor So you can bless God Then you'll get your breakthrough And you'll play like never before and the anointing will flow like never before. Why? Because his angels are right around you, Tony, worshiping with you. Has anybody ever listened to the song Fly by Jason Upton? Going up to new atmospheres. I don't know it, so I can't sing it. When he was playing and recording that song, Bishop Orlando, and I'm closing. he was the only one give you homework, look it up if you're interested that was playing at the time. but the other people that were with him recording, they heard these sounds, and if you listen to the song, you'll hear the song the sounds it's called "Fly" by Jason Upton. One man in his testimony said. He ran and hide underneath the table. Because he knew there was nobody else but Jason that was playing the keyboard. Because when he heard the sounds, he didn't know where these sounds came from. When they were all over, a child walked up to them and said, Did you see those angels? you have to listen to that song it's a beautiful song it tells you when you're going to new atmosphere you have to have new ears meaning you have to get rid of the junk that you used to hear in your ears get rid of the people that will talk the negative in your ears get rid of those people that say you can't and you will not in the name of Jesus when you see them calling you don't answer because they don't have nothing to pour into your inner man, you can walk righteous, you can be pure in heart you can be meek and not easily angered or easily Tempered, You can't walk according to the precepts and the principles of the almighty God. Too many times we claim the negative. It hurts me so bad to hear Christian believers say, I have a temper, you see. And they better don't mess with me because I surely tell them a piece of me. Am I the only one who hear that? I have a temper and you said you are a beloved listening to the teachings of god the poor in spirit the meek is not easily tempered the holy spirit supposed to dwell inside of you to calm you down when the epinephrine and the adrenaline begin to rush to your head and your tongue want to respond the holy spirit said be at peace then you become a peacemaker. Can we just come together. Just come together. And and can you sing the song that you were singing earlier? Bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Oh, my soul, worship Time to sitting on this side I asked God who are you sometimes I just look around and ask God what does he say and all I could hear is he will restore you he is gonna restore he wants you to know that you are loved. He said nothing that you ever endure, he was not aware of. And it feels hard sometimes in my life. I'm not lying. It feels hard sometimes. But God is saying to you, woman of God, you're not here today. You're not here today by accident. You came so he could talk to you and tell you that he loves you he's gonna change your world but all he's asking for is total commitment he said everything that you're carrying that seems heavy will be light he's gonna change your world and he loves you so much but he's asking for Total commitment. Total commitment. There were no accidents. He said there were no accidents. There were no accidents. There, no accidents. there are some things that you question. But he said he knew. But he's asking you. Can you give him your all? And I don't want you to make. A move under fear or not knowing. Is this really for me? I would love for you to say yes Lord. But I want you to think it through. it's too late best yet if you would say yes lord now but will you give him your all he said i will change your world he said you are not a mistake He said, He made you, and you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Irregardless of what you've heard, all of your entire life, He said, I have made you beautiful. But He's asking for one request. He said, commit yourself to him in totality, and he will change your world. Where is the child that you have? Is that your daughter? I want you to hold her for me, please. Please. He blew breath in her. He ordained her to live. He ordained her to have life. And he has given her to you. She's no error. She's no mishap. She's no mistake. And God is going to use her to complete you. But give him your all. Can you point your hands at her for me? Say, Jesus, change her world. Jesus, change her world. Father, in the name of Jesus, under the authority of the blood of Jesus, we command every spirit that will att- that has attached itself to her to be let loose. We declare and decree that her name, her daughter's name, is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. So Jesus changed her world. Now give the Lord a hand clap. Can we all hold hands please? Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you going to school? What is it you like to do? He said, pursue. I hear pursue. And he will grant you all the resources that you need. Because he has so much more for you. Isn't it great how God has so much more for us? And what we think is just it. He said, I have more for you. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I present, Lord, people to you. I present Sunshine Family Ministries, God, to you. Heavenly Father, God, you are their God. You are their King. You are their Lord. Father, under the authority of your blood, Father, under the authority of your son's blood, Yeshua, I ask you, Lord, Grant them, mighty God, a new move. Grant them, my God, a new exchange. Grant them, mighty God, a new degree, mighty God, of knowledge in you. Grant them, oh God, a new degree of experience in you. I pray oh God that you allow them to be poor in spirit I pray oh God that they will be the peacemakers I pray oh God that they will be meek mighty God I pray oh God that they will be hungry and thirsty after righteousness oh God I pray oh God that righteousness will be written on their foreheads and on their heart I pray oh God that their very doorposts mighty God whenever somebody walk up oh God to the very door, mighty God, of their home, they will feel your presence, they will feel your peace, mighty God. Do a new thing in this church. I pray, God, that your anointing, mighty God, will flow. I pray, God, that it won't be hard to work. I pray, oh God, that your angels will be discharged here and living and dwell here in the name of Jesus. Any hindrance, mighty God, any hindrance, oh God, any hindrance, oh God, we send you back. the territories from whence you come. We ask you God that the fivefold ministry will be present in this house. We ask you for healing. We ask you for deliverance. We ask you for breakthrough in the name. Of Jesus, teach them to love your hand, Teach them to worship your kundo, Not about when they come into the church, But mighty God, they will worship you continuously. Mighty God, I break down the spirit of divination, Mama Horoscope, kundo raba siya cannot tell you my blessing Kundurabasi raba si makiobo raba I said horoscope kundo raba siya cannot kanda raba siya ba kio bo tuma kundurabasi i am your lord kundurabasi abaha how can you worship me kundurabasi abaha and seek answers from gods kundurabasi abasi i am the lord thy god kundurabaha i am the only true god kundurabasa yama yama kundabaha mama iba kundurabasi abaha Mi 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 shiobo. Tida mi shiobo
1: kuhibiisi haraba. Worship me handiabo xikiabo kundo raba seaba. Worship me kundo yabo hondorbo and i will answer
0: bos yabo hondorbo bos all of your knees kumborbo Honda yabo do you know who i am kundorbo bos yabo bos jesus do you know who i am kundorbo bos Kundo robosiaba si abo From places and people and gods, but you don't seek me. Oh, Whoever that is for, that is for. Kundorobo si aba haki abo. Nyama kundorobo si mashia bo kondorobos. In the name of Jesus. Father, bless every person, mighty God, that is here. Every child, every girl, every boy, every woman, every man. Father, grant them their heart's desire according to your riches. According to the plan that you have for their lives. And if there's anyone here today that don't know you, God, May they come unto you before it's too late. And accept you as Lord and Savior of their lives. Remember the leaders, Bishop Ronald and Bishop Orlando. I pray, O oh God, that you continue, God, to teach them your way. Let them lead without compromise. <laughs> Let them lead Without compromise, Jesus, let them stand up for righteousness at all times. Continue, God, to lead them in their pa- in your pathway. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Know all the people give Him praise. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus.
1: Come on, just go to your seats, worshiping God. Come on, you can do better than that. Everybody's gone to sit down. I didn't say to sit down. Everybody just stand up and give God a time of worship and praise. Lift your hands before the Lord, for he has truly spoken to us. Come on, just receive his word. What he has spoken unto us, just receive him. Say, Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Sometimes, even when God has spoken, we become spiritually lazy and we do not receive we're quick and ready to leave but God is calling us to a place of repentance if it takes a day if it takes a week if it takes a month if it takes a year he is calling us to a place of repentance are you willing to go to that place with us are you willing to go to that place with us it's easy to point the finger to the other person it's easy to say well that person isn't doing this and that person isn't doing that but take stock of your own life see what God is saying to you because he's coming to your house and he's saying to you repent for the kingdom of God is at hand so are you willing to go to that place of repentance let me see by the waving of your hands amen amen let us continue in that that god is willing to visit us if we are willing to worship him amen god is willing to visit us if we are willing to worship him let me see those hands again and just worship him not me worship him